estrogen. Yeah, that's the opposite of testosterone, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you did not say testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, what's up, though? It's the Danny Brown Show coming to y'all from Austin, Texas. YMA Studios. Miss y'all, man. Glad to be back, man. Yeah, man. It's been crazy at the crib. <laughs> Dealing with the new puppy, man. Shouts out to Ditto. I had to rush out, leave her in the candle, man, so I know she's probably going crazy. But yeah, man. Um, Yeah, throwing a new dog in, into the crib was a crazy dynamic. It's, it's, it has been very rough, I will say. <laughs> I tried to warn my girl, and I told her about it. But, you know, so because like I said, we have two older chihuahuas, you know, Juno and Samson. And, and you know, Juno is... Can't really see well. She's pretty blind, to say the least. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, Ditto likes to play, man. So she runs up, jumps on her, and do all shit. So I feel bad. I almost feel like it, it feels like we put Juno in, like, one of those crazy um, old folks' homes where the, where, the, where, the, where the nurses and shit beat the shit out of them and shit because she can't see for shit. And next thing you know, a dog just jumping on her, whooping her ass and shit, fucking her up. And that has to be terrible for her. So I feel sorry for her. So... You know, as she's been running around the crib, she's been terrorizing us, biting everything in sight. You know, my girl, I guess this could be considered some white people shit. She um decided she's going to take her to a puppy party, which is something I never heard of. How does something like that even exist? But I guess um when she took him to the vet, she um got invited to the puppy party. And, um you know, she's, she's a very small dog. She's only a few months. And we get to the puppy party. Most of the dogs were way, you know, they're puppies, but they were way bigger than her. You know what I'm saying? So she couldn't really interact and, you know, play with the dogs and everything. So, you know, it was kind of a waste of a time, to be honest. <laughs> I guess it tired her out and was able to, you know, bring her home and go back to sleep. But come to find out, she's not a chihuahua. And we got ourselves into a relationship, I don't know, that we might can't get out of. And it's, and it's, and it's real terrible. So she's a Zolo, one of the um, vets that that was, you know, you know, one of the party planners, she was like, oh, you guys have a Zolo. Like, what the fuck is a Zolo? It's a Mexican hairless dog. I don't know how to fucking, it's, it's Zolo something else. Your dog's just, called a Zolo? It's, that's not the way you call it. It's not the name mm. of the dog. That's just the short version of it. It's like a Zolo Chianch, chi some, some shit, man. You know Damn, what I'm saying? Damn, I gotta get one of those. So, but yeah, it's a Mexican hairless dog. I guess it's pretty rare and all that. So, yeah, this is a different type of breed, so it's doing different kind of shit. So my girl decided we're going to put her in uh, obedience school, which that's fucking, um, she's going to send her off for two weeks, which I'm like, what the fuck? You send anybody off for two weeks, I guess they'll come back. You know what I'm saying? You send me off for two weeks somewhere, I'm going to come back different. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, man, um, that's just what's been going on for me in the past, you know what I'm saying? A few weeks or whatever. But yeah, man, been um, been hunkering down in the studio, man, just trying to get this album finished. Peggy's coming through this weekend, so that's great. We're going to hang out on the 4th of July. Hopefully, I don't know. We both um, flake out a lot, so he might come. He might not come. But we just have like a few last songs that we have to finish for our project. And once we're done with that, then, you know, off to the races with that and everything. So I'm really excited about that, man. Just happy to get back into the swing of things by making music. And actually, man, you know, you know, just being the thought of me and Peggy going on tour together is something that's really exciting for me, you know, so... I can't wait to see how it all plays out. You know how I go in this music business. You know what I'm saying? You got to play nice. So, hey, 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 hey. So, I guess um, we'll jump right into it. I got some Axe Dannys already. You know what I'm saying? Axe Danny! You already know you can, um, if you got any questions or anything, you need help out with anything, you know you can um, send that over to um, Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. That's Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. We also have a number, too. You can leave voicemails and all that. That's 512-522-9256. 512-522-9256. And let's get into it. All right. This and it's for both of us. It's for Danny and the Booth Boy. So um, they say, um, 
I have a good day job doing some marketing shit. It's not the worst job ever. I have a good team and some good friends here. But I really don't give a shit about marketing in general. I really care about drawing, writing, screen printing, and animating. Storytelling is what gets me excited, but I have a wife and we're planning on having kids, so I need to have some semblance of stability to support a family. My question is, how do you balance doing what you love and having a sense of stability? Any tips on pursuing a creative career while also doing a nine-to-five job? How do you know when to go all in? Thanks, Isaiah. Um, I think that's a really easy one for me. I mean, to be honest, man, you have to go all in. There's no 50-50 into, like, like if you have a goal in life, you know, it's a lot of shit you're going to have to sacrifice to meet that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, me being a rapper and wanted to be a rapper, of course, I probably could have got a job doing some bullshit and this and that, but... I stuck it out and was broke as fuck forever. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's going to eventually pay off. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember once I was so fucking broke. This I knew I was fucked up. When I was so fucking broke, I was taking fucking bottles back to the store just to buy blunts and shit and stealing a can of tuna fish. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Not taking the bottles back to get the can of tuna fish. I'm taking the bottles back to go get blunts and cigarettes and shit like that and then stealing my, 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 my food, my survival kit. So... Yeah, man, I guess, you know, like you said, you got a wife and, you know, y'all want to have kids and shit. So, I mean, you don't got kids now. The wife, you know, you got to tell her a lot of the, the, the fancy dinners and all the, the extra cool shit we're going to do. Going to have to get put on hold for the dream if that's what you really want to do. And that's just the way it go. And if she really loves you, she'll stick by you, you know, while you're going through, even though that's a hard thing to do. What you guys think, man? I mean, he asked both of us. I was broke forever. <laughs> continually pursuing it you know that's what i'm saying that's the only way it's gonna work out man because i feel like um soon as you get like when you hit that level just like i can't take it no more i've been broke for too long and you ready to tap out and you give up that's when shit start happening i feel like that's when it kind of start happening for me and then you i mean every now and then you will get like a, a a glimmer of hope you know what i'm saying something that would just show you that like oh if i just stick to it you know i know it's not working i know i'm not really supporting myself and everything looking crazy right now i'm I'm 28 years old, and I'm still saying I'm going to be a rapper. And, <laughs> and I know, you know, but I'm, I got dreams, and I'm going to stick it out. So, yeah, you just got to really just grind that shit out. There's no, there's no 50-50s with this shit. So, yeah, that's just going to be broke forever. <laughs> that's just the choice of that. Do you want to be broke forever? Well, pursue your creative dream. Other than that, if you want to work, Hey, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't doubt anybody for having a nine to five or anything. Some people probably can just be able to compartmentalize that shit a little better than what I can. I can't, you know, I got, I'm, I'm tunnel vision type of person. I have to be, for me to reach my goals and be able to do some, a certain situation, of, you know what I'm saying? I have to really just focus on that one thing. Anything else is just a distraction at that point, you know? Oh, so next up, we got coworker smells like shit. Danny, I work at a car dealership. And my first few months here on the counter desk, guys, oh, shit. I work at a car dealership. My first few months here here at the counter desk, one of the guys smelled like straight armpits. Like he never wears a deodorant, even if he look clean. He smells up the whole department. I've been here for a year now, and he's never recognized it. How am I supposed to tell him to wear deodorant without offending him? Steven. All right, I mean, musty is musty, man. You just got to tell a nigga you musty, man. It's a thing that we do in the hood. It's called cracking, but facking. You know what I'm saying? That's when you can kind of like crack a joke on somebody, but you really feel that way. You're like, you know what I'm saying? You're like, you know, you just tell them something like, man, I bet you never cry when you chop onions. You know what I'm saying? You got to just say some cool shit like that to him. You know, then he eventually just started getting shit like that. You get what I'm saying? But some people's thinking, man, that's like a sign of mental health. You know, maybe he need to holler at better help because you got to know when you're stanky. You get what I'm saying? Especially when you're getting close quarters. Like the worst situation I remember being on an airplane and this motherfucker smelled like straight booty cheeks. Like on an airplane, everything kind of smells different too. So it's like magnifies at times 10. Like if you know, like if you bring a Big Mac on the on the airplane, like nigga, you doing wrong. Like, come on, man. You don't care about the people around you at all. I used to do that shit. You know, sometimes, you know, get on the plane with McDonald's, you know, you're hungry, running late or some shit, but. Nigga, McDonald's smell crazy after a few hours. You got a half a burger just sitting in the bag, man. That's a flight risk at that point, man. You should get escorted off the plane as soon as it land. Like, man, I think this nigga did some terroristic shit, man. I don't know what I'm smelling. So, yeah, at the end of the day, you just got to crack buffaco, man. You got to, you know. But if a person really, you know, sometimes, you know, when, you, when you're when you an adult, you know, you got to pull a person to the side and just have a heart-to-heart -heart with them. 
And I know you, and I know, you know, that's kind of hard to do with some people. Some people just don't got it in them to pull a person to the side. But if you pull a person to the side, because they might not know. Maybe he doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and some people don't wear deodorant. You know, we got this whole new woke, woke crowd and shit like that. You just like, fuck it. I'm just throw some baby powder up under that motherfucker. Some talcum powder or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas just putting all type of shit. Like, man, just put cornstarch under there, man. And a little tea tree oil. You know? So that might be a thing. It might be some things he might feel like the Illuminati is in degree. You know what I'm saying? He ain't fucking with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to probably talk to him. It might be a thing there, you know? And a lot of times, man, like, I, I, I can say, man, I, I don't wear deodorant all the time. I know that's fucked up. But I feel like if you're a real clean person you don't, and, and you do most of the time, you ain't going to be that musty in one day. You know, if you skip the day. You know what I'm saying? That's a motherfucker that ain't doing it at all. Like, he don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, that's the best thing you can do, man. Pull him to the side. Have a heart to heart. Or start cracking but facking if you ain't got it in you. You know? So, yeah. All right. Next up, we got. Staying single sucks. And it's, um, hello, Danny. My question today is I've been in a relationship. Oh, my question today is I haven't been in a relationship at all. And I'm 25 years old. Like, I've been on dates and such. And I fucked around, done a hanky-panky with varied women. It just seems I can't seem to find someone to make that connection. Is that normal? Like, will it eventually happen? I am picky, but not overly picky. I do have a habit of going for women that don't like me back. Will I find love or will I be alone forever doomed to having casual, meaningless sex that makes me feel shitty? Cheers, Tristan. Um, I mean, I think you're probably looking for love in the wrong places, if that's the case. You get what I'm saying? Just like you said, you liking girls that don't like you back. You liking OnlyFans models and shit like that. Like, what are you liking? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, you got to, like, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, man, I don't know. You got to like the girls that like you first. You get what I'm saying? That's just, that's the best way to go about that. You know what I'm saying? I think you probably... And, and who knows, man? You didn't send the Tinder profile, so we all know how you're looking. You might be an ugly motherfucker for one thing, and you got your standards up a little too high. But I would say that's the best thing you can do, man. You can't be looking for love, man. That shit gonna find you, man. And if you're looking for love, you're gonna find, you don't, you're gonna find some love that you don't really want. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, man. So I feel like at the end of just take it, take it a day at a time, man. Women, man, like especially at 25 years old, I wish the 25 year old me was just like, have fun. It's not that big of a deal. You know, you don't, you thinking about getting married and shit already? Like it's you 25, man. Just have fun, bro. Just have fun right now. If the right one to pop out when it's time for it to pop out, because if you rush in that situation, that's how you end up getting divorced with four kids and now you in debt and she took the house and all that kind of crazy shit. I know you heard those kind of stories before. That could be you when you fucking, you know, you're too pressed for a relationship and love. And like you say, man, you like the girls that don't like you back. So what that mean, man? You, God is trying to help you out, man. Somebody is a higher power out there just trying to save you from yourself, man. So yeah, I think that's most men though. It ain't like that's a big deal. Most motherfuckers like bitches, they gonna get back. You get what I'm saying? That's just, that's normal life. What motherfucker you don't think like Scarlett Johansson? You think she like you, motherfucker? No, that's just the way it goes. So yeah, let's go up. Let's see what we got going on. How'd you do it? Oh, and uh, they say, hey, Danny, my question is quick. How'd you get to write the theme song for Fresh Up the Boat? Thanks, Marco. I mean, that's easy. Um, Eddie, that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Eddie, he used to do, um, you know, that's just a homie, man. Like, and um, he came to Detroit. We hung out, you know what I'm saying? We did, um, you know, we went and ate a big baby. If you've seen it, it's on YouTube and stuff and all that stuff. So, yeah, man. And, you know, I'm, I'm a quarter Filipino. So, you know, I got, you know, I got the Asians up in me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, when Eddie reached out to do the, to, to do the song, I'm like, fuck, man. This is, that's not really like an easy thing for me to do. Like writing like a family-friendly um, theme song for a network television show. But it was real honored to, to get the opportunity, man. And... And and it ran for a long time, man. If if, if I um, could remember, I I can't say that I've watched much Fresh Up the Boat, but I can't say that I've watched much TV. I I've, I definitely tuned into the first season, but then after that, you know, I get busy and doing stuff like that. But shouts out to my boy Eddie, man. You know, I ain't seen him in a minute, man. We supposed to go to a um, basketball game together not too long ago, but never panned out, never panned out. But that's my boy, man. So shouts out to Eddie, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, we got next up. Oh no, that's it. That's it. So yeah, that's it for the ex Danny. So I guess um yeah man, we can get to some white people shit. White people shit. I guess um I know all y'all white motherfuckers mad right now. The FDA is pulling jewels because I bet you niggas in the hood don't really give a fuck about that shit. They got um if they start like um pulling, which they said they was. 
If they start to get rid of like backwoods and like shit like that, it's gonna be another Black Lives Matter rally around this motherfucker, man. I swear to God. But yeah, man, Jules always said that was because I um I actually stopped smoking cigarettes for a minute. And that's when I said that's when I was doing the um the float tanks and all that, doing a lot of meditating, doing everything, man. Cigarettes was real hard to quit. I actually started back smoking cigarettes because I went through a crazy breakup. You all know how that go. But yeah, man, I always and I and I started to indulge in the jewel, just to you know, you smoking dumbass fucking pineapple smoking and shit. I mean, anything that tastes like a fruity, like even like and they used to make those like flavored Swisher sweets and all that kind of shit. I, I really feel like that's that that shit gonna kill you quicker than anything else. Like who the fuck smoking flavored tobacco? Like come on, man, that's not that can't be healthy. And one thing I knew about the jewels, man, I was like, this can't be good. Like, I mean, this this has to kill you anyway. And then I started hearing about motherfuckers getting like crazy shit, air pockets and shit in their lungs and all kind of shit. So yeah, shouts out to the FDA. They probably um, don't get it right all the time, but I feel like they got it right this time with getting rid of jewels. And I mean, they keep saying they're going to get rid of menthol cigarettes. And if that do happen, you know me, I love my Newports. Uh, I guess I'll be I'll be done again, man. I, I'm not, you know. That's one thing I do. Like, I no one likes to smoke cigarettes. That's what people gotta understand, man. No one wants to smoke. I mean, if you a motherfucker that enjoys smoking cigarettes, then you will probably need to be evaluated for psychoanalysis or some crazy shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's just some shit that started for me. You know, like a lot of people, I started smoking cigarettes as a teenager. You know, and it's just something that just stuck with me ever since. I think jail probably. Um, hyped it up more because that's the only thing I can get in jail. You know what I'm saying? So I was smoking cigarettes like, like I said, I used to work registry. So I was the only one that was able to get the cigarettes and shit. And most of the time when you work registry, you're supposed to be the motherfucker that sell the cigarettes and shit like that. Fuck that. I smoked every cigarette in that motherfucker, man. Niggas was mad. The whole fucking jail was on drought with cigarettes when I was in that motherfucker, man. But hey, it is what it is, man. But yeah, but yeah, man, they got it right, man. But, um, oh yeah, I, 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 I recently, um, you know, went through motherfuckers know I'm in Austin now, so motherfuckers be hitting me up. Motherfucker hit me up recently, like, Danny, you wanna go mudding? And I'm like, what the fuck is mudding? Like, I ain't never heard of no shit like that. What's the fuck? So I guess that's some white people shit, huh? So what is mudding? Can anyone explain to me this? That's uh that's off-roading, right? Yeah, it's like they just go out. Yeah, that shit. Now can somebody explain to me why this would be a great time? <laughs> Especially for a black man. You know we like our Jordans and shit. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas don't want no couple of men mud on my sneakers, on my new Air Max. What the fuck I'm supposed to wear out there? I got to stay fly. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, and I, I feel like you, you really damage your vehicle doing this too, right? So this is like for the love of the game type shit. See, so you can't be mad at me when I'm watching Kia Boy videos like skate tapes. Do you get what I'm saying? If this is what you went to, I feel like this, like the like Kia boys is probably like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, they go hand in hand or some shit. If you like mud and niggas, we like Kia boys shit. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't understand it's a good time. You got to get fucked up to do some shit like this too. And I wonder, is there any like um, have there ever been any crazy mud and deaths? Like, what have you like fell off? Like, beat the odds. Beat the motherfucking odds. Yeah, man. I, I, I would be scared that like, maybe you like mudding or some shit and you're like, this, you know me, my mind works quick. I thought of some dumb shit already. You're mudding and shit and then you fall off your vehicle and then you're laying inside the mud, but you fall, you pass out and you're submerged in mud and then motherfuckers can't see you. So now other motherfuckers just rolling all over you and shit. You get what I'm saying? Like the monster truck rally. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> That don't seem like, you know, a, a good idea for me. But like I say, I will um, watch from afar. I will say, as, as you know, a straight hood nigga, going mud and it's not in my plans. And, I will, and you got to know the soundtrack to this is some crazy country shit. So the soundtrack don't seem like it'll be lit to me. Um, I like to stay clean, you know. Like I'm, I'm saying, I'm really into vintage clothing and shit like that, but... I ain't trying to get this dirty. I like distress shit, but come on, man. You ain't about to fuck up my new Jordans with this shit. So, nah, the mutton invitation was declined. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be doing that. We won't be fucking around with no mutton, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. I will say mutton is, is some next level shit. So, yeah, uh, we got some freestyles, huh? Let me hear you bust a freestyle. 
We do. Like I say, man, you know, anytime y'all want to drop some bars for your boy, you know what I'm saying? You go ahead and send those through at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Oh, God damn it. You see that? That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. All right. Run these motherfuckers. So, first up, we have Greer Smith. Greer Smith. My name is Greer Smith. I'm from Pontiac, Michigan. By Yay! Shouts out to Yak. Act now, worry about a consequence later. So I stun a day for a consummate hater who would pay to get a Midas touch off of this fader. So I'm handing out fades like they offered a fader. Been looking at my needle on E for like three weeks. Gas gone up, broke down off a of peach tree. Phone finna die, baby car trying to reach me. Hit the green button, then my shit black screen me. Damn. Hard to catch a break for a black young man with his dyed red locks and his skin like sand. I was out with a homie when this kid ride past. Asked, can I say nigga, nigga? Yes, I can. What? Harder than a bitch when you are from the bricks and your one homie parents bought all of his shit with a bit of street reminder that you far from the rich. At the hotel, it was far from the Ritz on a blow up, trying to blow up this remarkable gift, thinking how better nails probably softer than this. Glass half full for the class of the hand notch, trying to make it through, but you always get a bruise because life hit harder than an old head with a black and mouth trying to slap box. Peace. <laughs> that was pretty dope. Shouts out to the Yak, man. The motherfucking home of the Silver Dome, man. That's all you know what I'm saying. But yeah, Pontiac, Michigan, it gets gangster out there too. But yeah, man, that was pretty dope. I will say, I, I mean, I like, you know, one thing about um, rap music in general, I mean, just being a rapper in general, is confidence, you know? And that's what that was right there. You can see he's confident with his shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? He know, you know, he, he, he know he got some shit. Like, that probably wasn't even, you know, that's just him busting a freestyle, you know, being confident with that shit. And that's one thing about being a rapper, you know, it's always about hyping yourself up. That's what the beginning of the MC was. Like, nigga, I'm doper than you. I'm this and that. I'm this and that. It wasn't, you know, you know, still a, you know, a form of self-expression and shit like that. And that's one thing about being a rapper and shit that I love. You know what I'm saying? Make yourself sound cooler than what you really is. Because <laughs> I don't be doing shit but sitting around playing video games, smoking weed shit. I make that shit sound like a fucking Miramax movie or some shit. All right. So <laughs> Let's go. We got another one? Yeah, this is Jeff Mulmetal. All right, Jeff. My bitch is finer than vaginas at a winery. I'm in recliners getting higher, yelling, fire me. I'm a survivor making fire in a wider tee. No wonder why you always tired and in dire need. I walk around with a Washington monument, pondering, why am I always in arguments? Bad bitch on my dick like a ornament. If she got the cake on the side, I'ma order it. Thinking about the money that I gotta get. If rap don't get you rich, then it shouldn't make you wanna quit. I need myself a marijuana, bitch. Like ASAP. <laughs> he sounds like Mac Miller, man. And that's not like a, um, a diss or nothing like that, man, because I feel like... um. A lot of rappers in the beginning, when you first start to rap, I don't know how long he's been rapping or anything, but like me, when I first started rapping, my favorite rapper is Nas. Of course, I rapped like Nas, but that's like with anything you do. You know, you're learning like, if Mac Miller's probably his favorite rapper. You get what I'm saying? But voice-wise, though, and which is not, you know, that's just not something you can fucking pick. You know, you no one gets to pick their voice. If I did, I have the fucking coolest voice in the world. I sound like a fucking nerd when I rap. You get what I'm saying? But, so yeah, I mean... And, you know, as time progresses and you do it and you constantly do it, you your own style will eventually show. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with having influences. And, you know, like I remember back in the day, it was always about being original. And if you sound like somebody else, you was biting. I mean, a lot of people's styles aren't developed yet. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, I, like I said, I don't know how long he's been rapping, but just even to be mentioned along a great rapper, somebody like a Mac Miller, like, damn, you sound like him. That's That should be a compliment. Now, you get what I'm saying? And more so than just, it's just saying that, you know, you keep on going, eventually you're going to develop your own shit and that shit going to be dope. Like how people used to say, Action Bronson sound like Ghostface. But now I don't even think of the two when I hear Action Bronson. I hear Action now. You know what I'm saying? I never really thought that. I could see how people say that, but I always thought Action was Action though anyway. So, um, yeah, man, spin that motherfucking wheel. Estrogen. Yeah, that's the opposite of testosterone, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you did not say testosterone. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like I have a little too much estrogen in my body. That's definitely the truth. Because I like getting my nails done and shit. I like getting nice bags and shit. You know what I'm saying? I probably like shop. I probably like doing, you know what I'm saying, a little too much. But ain't nothing wrong with that, man. A lot of men need to get more in touch with their feminine side. That's how you get bitches, man. You like doing shit they like to do, man. You get what I'm saying? I've been really into, I'm getting more and more into cooking, to be honest. So I don't know if that's a... Uh, a thing that has to do with my estrogen. You get what I'm saying? They did say, though, uh, if you smoke too much weed, like, I, I, is that, did I read, like, a crazy conspiracy theory? Like, smoking too much weed gives you too much estrogen or some shit? Yeah, Dr. Drew said uh, you'd be, like, growing tits or something. Yeah, you, you get man boobs. And yeah, I definitely, what? you know, I definitely need to hit some push-ups and shit. <laughs> I would like to say, though, since I've been cooking, um, I've been, you know, you know, like we all gained crazy weight doing COVID, fucking with DoorDash and all that shit. You get what I'm saying? So I've been like, since my girl got me the Traeger, I've been cooking, um, you know, cooking my own food and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I've actually just been, you know, seeing myself lose weight just from eating off the Traeger every day. Because now I'm not eating really any fried foods like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like eating burgers and shit because what the fuck? I'm going to cook burgers on a Traeger every day or something. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not really eating that much bread like that. So I just been, I ain't really been working out. I, and I just been fucking losing weight like crazy. So shouts out to Traegers, man. Like, man, it's fucking life changing, man. So I, cause I just pretty much been eating, of course, I'm a nigga. So I just pretty much been eating ribs. You know what I'm saying? I might throw a steak on there every now and then. You know what I'm saying? You know, shit like that. But um, one thing it does do is um, the vegetables on that motherfucker be coming off fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you cook vegetables on the stove, boil them or. Even if you want to do some cool shit, I told y'all, the broccoli in the air fryer with a little amino acid, that shit jumping. But, um, yeah, um, the vegetables on there, I put I put some pineapples on that motherfucker. That shit was jumping. So, yeah, man. Shouts out to the um, Traeger Grill, man. So, we got some drip sets. We do. Drip set. So, these are what GQ called the best outfits from the NBA draft. Yeah, so I, I actually... The NBA draft is like a big deal for me. Usually, I remember back home in Detroit, every night the NBA draft come home, that was the night um, the fireworks happened downtown. Everybody know in Detroit, the fireworks downtown, somebody getting shot. So I ain't used to want to go to watch the fireworks downtown. So everybody would go out and go downtown, go to fireworks. I'd stay in and watch the NBA draft. I had a crib by myself and shit, so that used to always be dope. So yeah, Jalen Durham was drafted by the Detroit Pistons. Shouts out the motherfucking Pistons, Detroit basketball. We did pretty good. So yeah, I like this look. Just like some real Tony Montana Scarface shit. Do you get what I'm saying? I feel this shit. This that this yeah. This how you supposed to step out. I fucks with this. This so yeah. GQ got this one right. I like this. And Jalen Duran, man, he looks he looks fucking ripped, man. Like like he looks like he's gonna be a fucking workhorse, and that's what we need in Detroit, man. So as you know, I'm a fucking Piston fan. I was a season ticket holder before I moved out here. So yeah, yeah, I like this. What is that? What would we call that? Is that maroon? Yeah, I think maroon or burgundy, something like that's that. That's a maroon. Yeah. My room bouncing off the skin and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jay Nivey. Yeah, we got him too. So, yeah, we. I feel like, yeah, the Pistons. So, yeah, the Pistons won in the draft, and they won off the court with the fashion too. God damn, man. Detroit, man, we taking Ws this year. So, yeah, Jay Nivey, man, which is, um, he has a lot of ties to Detroit, um, one of one of his um I think I, I don't want to get it wrong but one of his people's played for the Lions, and um his mom actually played for the Detroit Shock, which is crazy. I actually forgot that the Detroit Pistons had a, a WNBA team, the Detroit Shock, which you know, and we won a championship. I do remember that, and I actually um I, I seen a video today <laughs> where a motherfucker was walking around. He was asking people, "Do you want WNBA tickets or a dollar?" And everybody was taking a dollar. <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. I will say, if I was a if I was a single man and I was still on my thoughtistic activities, WNBA All Star Game sounds appealing. You know, say all them bitches ain't gay. You get what I'm saying? So you just step out, get your best look. You know what I'm saying? Get fit and trim. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna choose you, man. Who don't want to be with a professional athlete? You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I was, trying to, I was trying to say I feel like they should uh they should just lower the net like lower the net and then you just got bitches dunking all the time. That like, is some truth. That is true. That'd be dope. if you made that motherfucker eight foot. Mm -hmm. That should be lit every time. Bitches would be aggressive, dunking. physical. But yeah, man, I would definitely you know put on my um, tightest shorts, head down to the um, WNBA All Star game, 
and just ask me what ask me what I'm gonna do for the forty ball. That's all it is. Just give me the forty ball. You know what I'm saying? It got to be some niggas down there doing that shit. The WNBA All Star Game. It got to be some niggas down there selling head. Like, what's up, man? Just be in the casino lobbies and shit. Like, what's up? Head on deck, forty ball. <laughs> you got to solicit prostitution, soliciting them same way you get it out there. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right, you yeah, Javen Ivy went with the all black. I mean, yeah, that's like that was a safe bet. That's safe bet. It's all about the tailoring and the cut on that. That's one thing that um like like me like we always get confused with my height because I don't I, I actually have to go. We are gonna have to stop doing this con- con- conspiracy theory thing and I'm have to actually go get measured and see how tall I really am. And, and what my shit is. Because, yeah, when you wear, you know, suits like that, they need to be tailored real nice. Next up is Mark Williams. Oh, yeah, he's from Duke, so he threw the blue on. Yeah, this is real Nipsey right here. Shouts out. Shouts out Mark Williams. I think, did he go to the Hornets? I think so. That's very rare that Michael Jordan, uh, um, North Carolina alumni, would take someone from Duke. So that was very, um, you know, mature of him. <laughs> I would say the least. Did y'all see the video um uh, of the kids hanging out in front of um some random like parking garage and they was looking for the mellow ball and then Michael Jordan pulled up and he's like oh shit that's Michael Jordan and then Michael Jordan was like hey, put that motherfucking camera down nigga <laughs> it was literally it was literally the Michael Jordan fuck them kids meme come to life like it was the best shit I ever seen in my life man no you got to type up uh, there you go right there. <laughs> Look at this shit. We finna see LaMelo Ball. That's not LaMelo. Oh, that's Michael Jordan! Huh. Michael Jordan! Can I Put get a shit? Put that shit down, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan! Fuck them kids! Look, fuck you, nigga. Look, he cussing them out. But yeah, that's some real shit, though. Mike, man, you can't see Mike in Charlotte and shit, man. You can't see, man. Come on, man. Mike Mike is like bigger than life type shit, man. I'm surprised he ain't pull up in a fucking convoy or some shit, getting treated like the president. So you caught Mike slipping. They caught Mike lacking, man. You feel what I'm saying? But he told they ass, put that motherfucking camera down. Michael Jordan is one person, like, he has the reputation to, like, don't walk up on him just talking random shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that, like the chameleonaire story where he said he wanted to take a picture with Michael Jordan. He's like, I ain't taking no picture with no niggas. That's what I would expect for Michael Jordan to be. And I, um, and I know a lot of people be like, man, um, like, you got to play nice in most industries. You feel what I'm saying? Like, no matter what. And then I feel like watching the Michael Jordan last dance. Like like that uh that documentary, it kind of showed me like man, if you really believe in yourself, you think you the best at this shit. You ain't gotta play nice with nobody. It's fuck everybody. It's all me. You get what I'm saying? That's the only way you be a killer. That's the only way you be a winner. And then when I look at all the like top motherfuckers that they craft and the motherfucker like Kobe was like that. You know what I'm saying? You look at a motherfucker like Jay Z. Jay Z's like that. You get what I'm saying? I feel like K Dot's like that. You know what I'm saying? Where motherfuckers just straight tunnel vision. They ain't playing nice with no motherfuckers, man. They got the. You get what I'm saying? Like. So I feel like, yeah, you want to be the best at this shit, man. That's just the way it got to be, man. You got to be like, fuck everybody. And I feel like, yeah, that's what comes with like music industry and or acting or comedy or whatever the fuck it is, in the entertainment industry in general. Like, the higher you climb in, in the ladder, of this shit is all about, you know, how 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 you socialize with with, with with your counterparts, and you know what I'm saying. And that's me, you know me. I'm a motherfucker. I'm in the crib. I'm playing video games. I ain't socializing with shit. So yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> So yeah, that's that, man. Spin the motherfucking wheel. Let's see what we got. Boob jobs. Uh, yeah, man. They could be. I got. I'm. I'm. I'm picking my words wisely. Cause my girl has a nice boob job, you know what I'm saying? And she had it for a minute, so cause that's a lot of thing I want to say. Like, cause I've seen some fucked up boob jobs, like some fucked up titties. You know what I'm saying? Nipple be cross eyed or some crazy shit. So you can't be going to like Dominican Republic getting a half off boob jobs. You got to like really, like if you want to like really like like modify your body and do modifications or all that kind of shit, and you want to do some shit, like don't be doing no Kirby back alley getting your shit done type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, recently, man, yeah, I, 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 I heard that guys are getting into cosmetic surgery now, like, um, 
Yeah, not too long ago, um, a, a, a popular guy got, um, they said he got um, liposuction. Like, even that, when Kanye was getting liposuction and shit like that. Like, how do you, I mean, I've always been a fairly skinny guy, I would like to think, you know. Um, I always had, like, like you know, the, the African kid pop belly, though. And then y'all know I've been um, smoking a lot of weed. So, yeah, I got the estrogen titty. I got the, um, I got the, um, the weed titties. So, yeah, man. He said he had liposuction, so y'all wouldn't call me. That's 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 not a good idea. Um, no, it says so you wouldn't call me fat like Rob oh, Kardashian. I just you see my I just blanked out because I seen the quotes. I'm like that's where it ends right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you got liposuction, so niggas won't call you no more. That is that how that work? I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean that's kind of crazy, but yeah, I mean if I. I guess I get it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm unhappy with with my dick, but shit, I I'll get this motherfucker shaboinked. Like, well, I don't get my shit shaboinked out. Like, fuck it, man. If it wasn't no limitations to that shit, like, hold up, let me just get my shit just fat. You know what I'm saying? These bitches getting BBL ass poking out the pants and shit. I want my shit bulging like crazy. It ain't even gonna be for like sexual shit. It's gonna be for aesthetic purposes. You know what I'm saying? Just for certain jeans I wear. You know what I'm saying? You see that motherfucker on the thigh. Like, damn. And just make her like a, like, I want that motherfucker to look like the bell you ring at the hotel desk. You know what I'm saying? Look like he got the hotel desk bell in his pants. Like, you see the whole mushroom in that motherfucker. Like, that definition. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, big, huge veins popping up out that motherfucker. And then I'm going to get it pierced, too. I'm going to go ahead and go all the way and throw a piercing on that motherfucker. And then just walk around in little ass shorts. With no drawers on and shit, and let the bell pop out at the bottom every now and then when I'm at Whole Foods opening up the shit to get the almond milk. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm gonna tell you, man, y'all freeing a nipple, I'm freeing a dickhead right now, man. Let this shit rock. This is male feminism, I guess. Whatever, man. I just be saying dumb shit sometimes. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Oh, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I was, um, we did see the, um, the motherfucking um, Summer of Gaming. Video game reviews. Um, E3 was, um, and I, I, um, uh, it was crazy. They had a lot of Twitch streamers on there that don't play video games no more <laughs> talking about video games and shit. I was like, what the fuck, man? Twitch is a crazy platform that I, um, I really love, you know, because I really like you get to hang out with people that's kind of like you like-minded motherfuckers. You go play video games together and shit. But motherfuckers don't play video games on that shit no more. Niggas was on there watching the Amber Heard trial and shit, sitting there eating sushi and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this platform turned to? So, but yeah, so um, I'm really excited um, for Street Fighter 6, to be honest. I don't know um, if I should be after the last one. But yeah, it looked kind of cool just, just, just seeing how it plays out. But I will say... um. I don't know. I hope that's not the um the music that's in that game. I, I seen like a cutscene and the music that was kind of gnarly. I mean, I hope that's not yeah. So Street Fighter Six, I'm kind of excited for that to come out. But I will say um the E3 Summer Gaming man it was it was kind of crazy. Yeah, but um um making uh doing a Resident Four remake and a Last of Us remake, and that was like the big um reveals, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't really too. I mean, I did see that a new Diablo's coming, and that made me be like, "Fuck," you know. Um, uh, it looked pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie, that shit looked dope as fuck. So I was like, "Fuck it." And then Steam is having this crazy ass game sale right now. So I was just buying all type of dumbass games this weekend and shit. I actually started back playing FIFA. Y'all know me. I love my sport games and shit. But I was like, "Fuck it, man." If, if, if I'm going to do something in life, man, with games and shit, I might as well fucking beat something that I, I, I've never beat before and I've spent countless hours in. And I was like, fuck it. So I re-downloaded um, Oblivion and I'm downloaded Skyrim. And I'm about to <laughs> just spend my time back again playing Oblivion and Skyrim to Diablo. I mean, I guess no release dates for Diablo, I guess. But yeah, I guess I'm, I'm doing that right now. And... um. I was thinking of something this weekend. Um, I never really got into uh, Minecraft, but I do have a theory on it. And um, I, I think uh, Minecraft are exploiting um, child labor laws in some sense. <laughs> For some reason, it just felt like, you know, and I'm a person, I exploited child labor laws. I got my first job at 14. I went and lied on my job application. 
And then, um, you know, you have to get a work permit. And I forged my work permit. And then I did some, like, Mission Impossible shit and snuck back into the office and stole the work permit back. And I worked at this job all the way till I was old enough to get a real job. And then I went and got a real job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I left that. Because they was only paying me four fifty an hour for washing pots and pans and shit. I'm talking about big-ass pots and shit. I'm 15, I mean, 14, 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? So they was exploiting me at the same time I was exploiting them. Because I wasn't supposed to have no job at 14 years old. I'm cashing my checks at liquor stores and shit. Buying bootleg three for ten tapes. You know what I'm saying? Where side A was on side B, side B was on side A. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. For real, man. That shit was crazy, dog. So, oh, we got some um, weird web shit. That's some weird shit from the web. Um, uh, I seen some crazy shit this weekend, and I don't, I don't know if this is racist or not, man. Y'all gotta kind of, uh, because, like, you know me, man. I'm all into my, uh, you know, my UK shit, my Europe. So I, I, I have a VPN, obviously, of my computer, and, and my shit is in the UK. So I could watch a lot of my BBC TV shows and shit. You know what I'm saying? My shit that, you know, I like a lot of this shit and the music shit, you know. But um, I, I, so I get recommended. Um, It's a, a BBC Pigeon? I'm the only one that knows about this? P-I-D. P-I-D-G-I-N. Which is a Nigerian BBC. But so they talk it. I mean, I guess it would be Patois. I mean, go to the actual site and just let's read some of these headlines right here. This is new, so look. President Buhawi swear injustice. <laughs> look at this one. As E Day happened, for D plenty wound, deadly Columbia, bull fight stand collapse. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I was just sitting here reading these headlines, like, what the fuck is going on? Look, I know say Tinubu go win that election. South African police say the nightclub investigate death of 22 young people. So I was like, this got to be racist. But the BBC is doing this. And I thought to myself, like, damn, what if, like, we had hood nigga news and shit? And I can be on there, like, because, you know, sometimes watching the news, CNN, Fox, all that, they be talking in a language that don't really, you know, connect with us. But if we had a real nigga, like, in news, you know what I'm saying, talking to us and telling us the real shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure somebody probably got this, but like, can ex explain like shit that's going on in the world on, on, on a hood level. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I I I, I tune in, bro. There's, you know? wor there's world star in it, but world. I mean, like a real <laughs> someone that's taking it serious okay, and talking about all the type of issues that's happening to the world, but not talking it to us like Don Lemon. You know what I'm saying? Like a real nigga giving it to like Lil Boosie, like how Lil Boosie doing the news. I watch that shit every day, cause then I'll be able to understand it. You know what I'm saying? Put your pussy lips on live, I give you five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love for little Boosie and Kevin Gates. Like, we had little Boosie and Kevin Gates doing the news. You know what I'm saying? And then you can throw like, you know what I'm saying, Sweetie to do the weather or something. That shit would be amazing. So I'm I'm pitching for that. Jim Jones could be the weatherman. You know, so I'm I'm really pitching. I might I might be giving up a little too much free game. Then before we know it, that shit is gonna pop up out the blue. Revolt TV presents. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I might be giving up too much free game right now. So yeah, man, um, spin the motherfucking wheel. Let's give it one more go. Oh, the Beatles. The Beatles are overrated. I um. Yeah, man, it is. I mean, it is what it is. Because, you know, if you go and, like, you look at them, uh, like, let's just say an artist today, like, if you, because that's what, you know, when you want to study and you want to get your game up and shit, and you, like, you pull up, like, crazy-ass, like, um the, the top 20 best albums ever. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine, like, a little kid right now, like a 17-year-old that's in, in, into, like, you know, the underground scene, and his favorite artist is, like, Playboy Cardi or something, and he wanted to, like, up his musical talent and shit like that and he's like fuck that man i want to you know i want to make the best album i can so i'm going to study music and he'd be like fuck it let me listen to the you know go to rolling stone top 200 and then you see like the beatles sergeant peppers in the top 10 like let me check this shit out and he go try to study that shit i don't think he gets anything out of that you know what i'm saying i mean for me for a person uh you know i went back and i studied all those albums the beatles beach boys all that shit and i mean 
as great as those albums were probably for that time, I don't feel like they 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 really um help us out in today's you know way of making music because the thing that was making those music so cool is that you know the gear they were using they were doing some far out ahead of the time shit for the type of shit that they using and now the shit we got we can just do a plug in <laughs> you can just pull up some random plug in and, and effects and shit and and could recreate I mean far as songwriting that's one thing too but all the cool shit and the technical shit that shit's just so easy to you know replicate right now today so I feel like now it's like we're in this phase of music where it's like twenty years from now like the top 200 albums, those albums shouldn't be getting mentioned no more. It should be the albums that's getting made now or the past decades and shit like that. So I'm just saying, like, we just need to move on from that shit, man, kind of. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would say, for the most part. For the most part, that's what I would think. You know what I'm saying? And, because, yeah, because me, like, making music, um, I would say um, a lot of times you get caught up in the trends and shit and what's going on and all that kind of shit. So you got to kind of, like, and I would say social media is, um, a big part of that. You know what I'm saying? Because you just own that shit all day. And I would say I was, I was, probably still am, but a person that's addicted to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is you grab your fucking phone and you, you know, scrolling through Instagram, you scrolling through Twitter and doing all that shit. I will say I've deleted um, all social media accounts off my phones and it's been 30 days clean of um, social media. It was hard as fuck. The first week. Don't get me wrong. I even fucking downloaded TikTok on my phone just to get something. Something out of this shit and was going on TikTok every day and shit like that. But it's to the point now I don't have no social medias on my phone. I only go on it on my computers and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just to like promote shit or say shit and like do shit like that. And I will actually say it's been working out. I'm actually a thousand times happier and more productive than with doing things that matter in my fucking life right now. I've been, um, you know, been writing way more music right now i've been fucking recording almost damn near every day which is something that wouldn't be going on right now if i was sitting around just scrolling on my phone you'd say danny what the fuck is ain't you a rapper isn't that your job shouldn't you be doing that anyway but no i wasn't i'll be sitting around smoking weed shit playing video games hanging out you know what i'm saying I, I, i'm the type of person that i write a lot of songs and then i go to the studio and record a shit ton of them i never was a person that write a song a day and you know so now but it's actually been working out and i've been stacking up songs and shit so like i already have an album done and i'm fucking um and then this peggy album's almost done and then i'm working on this album by myself right now and it's like fuck i'm about to almost have three albums in a can and i never was a person that would have this much music stashed away so i'm kind of getting excited and getting ready to um you know, to get back out there and get on the road and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's one thing. So I've been trying to, like I say, shout out to my girl for getting me the Traeger. So, because I've been eating right. Definitely been taking care of myself like that. And, um, you know, as far as like working out and shit, it's like um, every time I always try to work out, that's how I know it's like not probably meant for me. I always injure myself. I don't know if I'm going too hard with it or doing some shit, but maybe I'm just too goofy. You know what I'm saying? At the shit. Because even me like playing sports, you know, because I was always like the tallest kid in my class. Kind of, you know, always was, so everybody always like, oh, you're going to play basketball, you know, and throw me in basketball, do shit because I was tall, but for the most part, I'm goofy as fuck, you know what I'm saying, I don't have no fucking, you know, I don't have no fucking, I don't know, fucking word, <laughs> but I trip over myself, I, if anybody, if I had a camera on myself all the time, the shit would be jackass, you know what I'm saying, I fucking fall and hurt myself all the fucking time, I have so many fucking cuts and shit on my hand, just for grabbing knives the wrong way. And I know you're saying, what the fuck? Why are you grabbing knives the wrong way? But that's just, uh, but I put shit in the dishwasher. <laughs> I put the knives straight up and I just grab a handful of fucking forks and knives and shit. And I look up and I got cuts and shit on my hands. You say, that, that seems like an easy fix. Why don't you just stop doing that? But I don't know. My brain doesn't work that way. Oh, shit, man. My brain just doesn't work that way. So, uh. Yeah, man, so I would just say for anybody else, man, that, um, I don't know, probably feel like um, struggling a little bit with just being um, focused on shit or just having clarity and just mental, you know, you know, just foggy. And I think social media has a lot to do with that. And, and with self-esteem and shit like that, or like, you know, motherfuckers be saying niggas, you be on social media, you be saying motherfuckers balling and shit, you know? You're like, damn, this nigga having a great time. I'm in the crib, I'm bored. But for the most part, I feel like a lot of people that just go on social media and they be, you know, just doing the most, doing the most. Like, if it really was like that, they probably wouldn't really be doing it. Because I know when I'm having a great time, if I'm out doing some crazy shit, partying and shit, last thing I'm thinking about doing is pulling my phone out and recording the shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm living a moment type of motherfucker. But 
you know, that's because I grew up without it. You know, if I'm a person that, you know, if that's all I ever knew, then that might be a different situation. And sometimes I'm jealous of that too, extremely jealous of that when I think about it. Like growing up in this day and age of technology, man, I wish, you know, I remember, fuck, you know, I don't want to be that. I remember back in the day when I went to that movie, it was 50 cents. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to be that guy. You get what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I will say, I, I, I will say, um, one thing that scares me enough is like, um, just all the artificial intelligence shit right now. Like even, um, like it's, um, like even with some of the software that, 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 that we're using with, um, it has a um, new program. I don't know how new it is, but it's a new um, a plugin on, and not use Ableton or whatever. And it's like a, um, it's like almost like a, a AI mixer, pretty much like gain stages for you, and it, and it mixed the track for you and all this shit. And so I bought it thinking that was gonna be some cool ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck, I can just make a beat and it's gonna mix the beat for me, gain stage and make it sound like that shit sucks. It's fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they say it was it's supposed to get you like halfway there. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to get you halfway there and you're supposed to do that. What the fuck I need to be halfway there for, motherfucker? I need you. I might as well do this shit. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, they haven't got that shit figured out right. You know what I'm saying? That's almost like um um AI male sex toys. Um once they figure that out, though, it's the end of the world, though. I mean, I probably won't leave my house. Um, you know what I'm saying? You get the um blowjob machine and it and it really works out. I don't think I would leave the crib that much, you know. You should, and I bet you Tesla, they were gonna, um, they gonna, they gonna get an app for the blowjob machine. They gonna put the new Teslas just come with the um, blowjob machine right under the steering wheel. <laughs> so when you charging, so when you go to the charging station, you know what I'm saying, you can sit there and just enjoy yourself. I think that would be a great idea, man. But hey, man, like um, Teslas, you know, um, that's actually the only car I know how to drive. Because they're easy cars to drive with regenerative braking and all that. It's pretty much like driving a golf cart. I feel like I'm um, real cars. <laughs> it's too much responsibility for me. So Tesla works out fine. But I mean, I'm starting to realize like uh, Tesla might not be that much of a great car. Like I'm starting to, I mean, they, they don't seem like they're well produced. I mean, like I'm starting to like notice like most people that own Tesla, they're always broken. It's something always wrong with them. Like, so I'm like, uh, I want to like get into other um, EVs and shit because I don't think I can drive a gas powered vehicle. And um, but I do want the new Tesla Plaid. I will, I'm not going to lie. Until I seen the guy going 170 miles, it, it said it, mal manu it, malfax it malfunctioned on. <laughs> and this shit did 170 miles and just crashed to a random place. That kind of shit scares the fuck out of me. You know what I'm saying? And I will say the one thing that really scared the fuck out of me is when... um. I lived in downtown Detroit for a while, and um, they put a shit ton of, yeah, they put a, um, oh, his brakes fail. Yeah, man. Elon, you got to do something about this, man. know you're trying to buy Twitter and shit like that, but man, um, niggas is dying in Teslas, man. And then, and then y'all remember when Tesla first came out, it was like um, always like um, promoted as being like one of the most safe, like one of the safest cars, like Auto Trader, nine out of ten, shit like that. These motherfuckers are are death traps now <laughs> at this point, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm still gonna drive my Tesla. Obviously, I can't just you know, it's just such an easy car to get into. But I will say, man, it's always something fucking wrong with that motherfucker, man. And um um. Spin the motherfucking wheel. <laughs> we get one more wheel spin. We be about it. A whippers, hippie crack. That's some juggalo shit. I mean, niggas. I mean, me being from Detroit, man, we have a lot of like underground after hour spots, and that's like kind of like the drug of choice at those shits. I mean, at the end of the day, man, you hit that shit, won't, 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 like do a little, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, or whatever. It never really was my thing. That's just some shit I would do to socialize. Like if a girl I know, she want to do a balloon, I'm like, all right, whatever, we'll, we'll wonk out together. But I did watch a cool documentary, um, Whippets, oh, am I, yeah, it's the same like Whippets, is the nitrous oxide taints and all that, right? Them, yeah. um, how the Grateful Dead um, parking lots are like um, these, these these are like the um, the havens for these for these situations. Like niggas have like 
whole whole strongholds on fucking um Grateful Dead concert parking lots for the for the nitrous. Like you just can't be like a random nigga showing up to a Grateful Dead show in the parking lot. Like I got the nitrous on deck. Like niggas will kill you. Like niggas has been doing this shit for years. Like they travel with the Grateful Dead and they just sell nitrous oxide in the parking lot. Yeah, this shit is real deal. So it's like a um, yeah, the nitrous mafia. So it's like a conspiracy theory that the, this is the Grateful Dead bag. You get what I'm saying? Like, and if that's true, I would say that's the most gangstest niggas I known in the fucking music industry in the world. We seeing all this shit that's going down with like fucking YSL and all this Rico shit. And you mean to tell me the Grateful Dead has been for over fucking, I don't know, 30 years or some shit selling nitrous oxide right in the fucking front of people's faces and shit? I'm not saying it's true. Okay. Okay. Apparently. Okay. Conspiracy wise, you know. But what if that's true though? Like Grateful Dead really got the the stronghold on the nitrous oxide in the United States, and it's just a fucking um, traveling circus of, of trapping. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like we pull up to any motherfucking city, state, and we get the parking lot cracking with the tanks. You know what I'm saying? Niggas pulling up five dollar balloons to everyone. You get a balloon. You get a balloon. You get a balloon. And if any nigga show up trying to sell his nitrous, we killing him. The Nitrous Mafia, man. Yeah. This is a real thing, man. So shouts out to the Grateful Dead, man. So the Grateful Dead, man, they have they have like the coolest merch. Have the coolest merch. And they fucking they selling nitrous at a at a high alarming rate, man. So shouts out to them, man. I will say, man, um, now it, it, it makes me um I guess that's some white people shit too, huh? Grateful Dead concerts and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's totally. fish, though. Ain't that fish, too? I think both of them are white people shit, probably. Fish I'm, is like the modern day Grateful Dead. So I feel like motherfuckers go to Grateful Dead concerts, but they don't even ever go in a concert. Oh, yeah. The yeah, party's definitely. in the parking lot. Exactly. That's like the fish type of deal, too, right? Mm-hmm. And they, like, travel around with them and stuff, you know? I listened to fish one time, man. It's too much noodling. Yeah. It's just mad noodling everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is this, definitely. man? Like, <laughs> It's just too much noodle in it. I'm like, this is not my thing, man. I did this morning though. I um, I um, I, I seen that um, Tim Heidecker makes music. Yeah, this was news to me. I'm a huge fan of Tim Heidecker and everything he did, man. But I didn't know this nigga making music and shit. And apparently, this is not a new thing. So I actually um, you know, I checked out a song and it wasn't bad. I'm expecting it to be like some parody, Tenacious D, Jack Black kind of shit. It was like he was taking it serious and doing, um, he was doing real good with it, man. So shouts out to Tim Heidecker for that, man. I, I wouldn't expect that for him, man. Because I know a lot of people, man, when you get um, put in a box of something that you would do, like, I mean, of course we expect, like I say, I expect for him to come out doing some Tenacious D as parody, Weird Al Yankovic type of music. And he came out and he kept it serious and he did it good, man. So it was like. You know, you always putting people in a box and, you know, say what people can't do or what they can do. You know what I'm saying? And and then I looked up the credits and shit. It's like he's working with Mac DeMarco and shit like that. So I'm like, fuck, this kind of dope. So I, when I get home today, I got to rush out this motherfucker. We got fucking Ditto in the kennel, man. I know she's fucking screaming. I'm going to actually check out the whole album, man, because I almost feel like that's like the same thing with me doing this podcast. This was something I would have never did if somebody like, you know, time was like, you know, you can really do this shit. You can really do it. I'm like, nigga, I'm just a rapper. I can't, you know, sit around and talk about talk to motherfuckers for an hour and shit and this and that. So it's really encouraging and shit when motherfuckers be hitting me up and be like, yo, the podcast is dope. I'm fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? This and that. So I really get inspired. I mean, you know, and hyped up to do this shit some more and shit. And I, you know, I'm starting to have a love for, you know, coming through and, you know, doing this shit, man. So, you know, sometimes you got to think outside the box and, man, just take a risk and try some shit and, you know, shit will work out. And I and that's why I looked at you know with the Tim Heidecker chain because I would have never expected for I I just expected it for it to suck off rip and probably a lot of people probably do that with this too like oh shit um, Danny doing a podcast oh that shit fucking sucks everybody doing a podcast right now I seen motherfucking um which is crazy because it's like man why should you know like you know certain like I don't want to you know throw people but like you know like Hollywood actors and shit getting fucking podcast like who cares about your opinion man you don't even you're not even a real person when we see you on TV you get what I'm saying so why would I care about how you think I mean if you're gonna do it from the perspective of one of the characters you played in the movie that I really like I probably love that podcast you get what I'm saying so 
It is what it is, man. So yeah, shouts out to everybody, man. Like I say, always, man. Wild Mix Studio, love y'all motherfuckers for giving me the opportunity to do this shit. And everybody out there that motherfucking listen to this shit, man, send me comments and shit, showing love and shit, man. Like I said, inspires me to do this shit more, and I can't, you know, thank y'all motherfuckers enough for the love and shit. So yeah, man. Like I say, you got motherfucking questions, I got answers and all that shit. You want to fucking drop freestyles or whatever, you know, send some weird web shit into me, whatever the fuck you want to do. You know, you do that at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. You can also hit up the motherfucking phone. The voicemail or whatever that's 512-522-9256 512-522-9256 and i love y'all motherfuckers man shots out we're gonna get about this motherfucker man peace out man you know go out there steal a kia and make that motherfucker shake see y'all motherfuckers man <laughs>